Hello, and welcome back to Steve Reads a Comic. I'm Steve, and I like eating lasagna until drowsiness forces me to drop the fork. What about you, Rob? You ever eat so much you pass out? No, but I like yeah. lasagna. That is the most generic. <laughs> like, were you reading a Garfield oh, collection? Sean, I'm sorry. Before I you started I did, this, I didn't know you were there. I think you did, Garfield. <laughs> uh, yes, Garfield is my spirit animal. <laughs> Good lord. This is the most white woman fucking intro I've ever heard. <laughs> Just call me when Karen. We're, when we're done with the show, are you going to be like, live, laugh, love, guys? <laughs> should, should we tell Steve? No, that's how I'm going to open it next week. <laughs> should we tell Steve he's got his, every time he uh, starts the show, he's got his fake DJ voice? <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, everybody. Uh, hey, hey, like hey. Lasagna? <laughs> but he doesn't like, he doesn't like an octave higher. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was. I wanted to make sure people were there and waking them up. They're like, "Oh, that's right. I am listening." It's like, "Hey, hey, guys! I like I'm... lasagna. And I hate Mondays." Yeah, yeah. That live, laugh, pray, love. I'll have to open up with that next week. That's a good thing. Please, thanks for the thanks for the idea. What's that? All right, we've dwelled enough on this horrible intro. Let's get. To some comic book news. These guys are getting worse. What's the big news? The big news is that uh, Seth Rogen's Point Grey Pictures is developing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles CG movie reboot. Wow. Seth Rogen is the guy who brought, who adapted Preacher to television. He adapted The Boys to television. He is in the process of adapting Invincible for television. Yes. So I think I think Ninja Turtles might actually be in good hands. They got it away from Michael Bay, which is who made the last two movies. He produced the last two movies anyway. Uh-huh. So now we might get another decent Ninja Turtles movie. So that would be that's all. I just want a decent one, man. That's all. I don't think that's too much to ask. What if I the CG? You said CG. Yeah. OK, well, that that one wasn't too bad. TMNT. No, I like that one. That was the last good one. I, I like that. There's truly there's only two good Ninja Turtles movies: the very first one and that CG one. Uh-huh. So, the fact that he's taken over and just doing full CG, which I'm fine with. You know, I, I love CG movies. I love Pixar. You didn't like uh, three where they went back in time? No, not really. You got to see him in Samurai Gear. I, I barely remember. I remember seeing it in the theater with <laughs> that's you. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and your dad, but that's that's it. I really it was better than two. Two was really bad. Two was the worst. And it's, I think most people think it's the opposite that three was the worst, but two was really fucking cheesy. But uh, three was a lot of the problem with three is they hired a different. They they didn't have the Jim Henson company doing the suits, so the suits looked really fucking weird, and the teeth looked really fucking prominent and huge. Like I remember just being really distracted by the coloring of the the suits and the weird. They had like fucking. Uh, what do you call those uh, liver? They had like Ninja Turtle liver spots or something all over. Them. It was really strange <laughs> and distracting. It was just not quite up to the Jim Henson standard, unfortunately. Yeah, the teeth were pretty big. I do remember that. It's like somebody yeah. getting hit in a cartoon, you know, and then the, their teeth are like piano keys and one falls yeah. out. <laughs> and they were always big, but they're just I feel like they were just more exposed or something in the third one. Like the, the way the mouths were set, you just you seem to see their teeth more often or something. And I, I could be remembered. I have it. I haven't watched the whole thing since it was in theaters. I tried to watch it like a couple months ago. I didn't get very far into it, though, before I decided I had better things to do with my time. 
Yeah, I think the only one I've watched more than once was the first one. Yeah, I've seen that one a million times. I didn't even love that movie. I didn't even watch the CG one that you said you like. I've only seen. I've that seen once. that a few times. It, it's still not as good as the original. And I would prefer that they did. You know, I like the live action. I thought the suits looked really good, but so uh, set is like if you were to have someone direct a TNT movie, who would you pick? Ooh, Michael uh, Bay. <laughs> Michael Bayer son uh, <laughs> that is a good question um, S- Steven Spielberg <laughs> I guess uh, the Russo brothers <laughs> that's the obvious choice I think hey man you they are good... they are doing comic stuff so you might get lucky yeah, you get a good story and you get some of the best fight scenes dude that, that fight scene in Winter Soldier is one of my favorite fight scenes ever like well, it is the Which one? one? The elevator. The elevator, man. Oh, the yeah. elevator fight scene. Yeah. Okay. Like, that's where, just... The one where he's got just a regular shield, not a magnetic shield, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's a weird hang-up. Um, <laughs> that's, and that's it from the comic. Me. Yeah, it bothered me. <laughs> that they kept changing it around. No, but that... that that, that's a you comic know, affectation, though. He's had, like... I just thought, he, I just thought he always had it once. Uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, because well, it, just, it made sense. To I was like, why that. would you go back once you right. have te- technology? Why would you go back to an old because, leather strap? Because he's right. an old guy from the 1940s. And he sure as hell did, because <laughs> Rob paused it for me. And he's like, look, <laughs> that's a leather strap, bitch. <laughs> I was like, well, shit, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, yeah, why it's would way you? Less, leather straps are very impractical when you think about the fact that he has to detach it every time he throws it. You know what I mean? Like he has to pull his arm out of there. Right. Whereas if it's just with the magnets, you know, it just seems a little bit more natural. The he doesn't have almost. the same. He doesn't seem to have a problem with it for with either one. No, no, for sure. I was the just thinking about real world ramifications of what you would prefer, and I, I would definitely take the magnetic or you know, whatever electronic version over straps. Right. You got no skills, boy. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's about skill. I think it's just about ease of use. Convenience. Yeah. Like, I'd rather have a bandolier than a, than a purse, for instance. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not really about skill. It's just... Well, yeah, but if I'm watching you and you got all that te- technology, I'm not as impressed. If you had a leather strap, I'd be impressed. <laughs> That's uh, my point. You see? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm not... I wouldn't... I don't try to impress anyone, so that wasn't even a factor in my decision. It was more about ease of use. <laughs> never trying to impress anyone as because I never that, could as, I, as he's getting that shield in the face that guy's like <laughs> I'm impressed <laughs> you impressed now bitch you knocked out my big fucking ninja turtle teeth right <laughs> yeah that's that's the big news this week I think wow um, man I've been reading comics so much I didn't even I didn't even hear about that yeah you hear about the pandemic <laughs> yes, there okay, is a pandemic going what? on. What? And people are still like, no, we don't need to wear a mask. Dude, I, man, I saw, Steve Steve was telling me about a meme that he saw earlier on Facebook, and I saw another one very similar, like a Pied Piper leading a bunch of people with masks on. 
And I was just, it's just like, why, why, why do you think this is some weird like control over, you know, or taking away of your rights, asking people to wear a mask? Like, I, I, I truly don't. I, I try to wrap my mind around it. Hey, please wear a mask to protect your fellow man, whether you're you're showing symptoms or not. And people are just like, it's my right to not wear a mask. <laughs> but it's like we have like decency laws, right? Like you can't go out with just like a t-shirt on if you're a dude with just doing your right. fucking Winnie the Pooh. You right. can't go do that. There's laws. If people aren't complaining about that. They're not like, oh, I, I should be able to not wear pants. Yeah. I, I want to shove my ding dong around. It's because it, it's become politicized. That's why. I think it's because people are stupid. I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's just they're just they don't think about things any deeper. But it is what you're saying is true, though, is they just believe these sources that are like, you know, somebody tells them like it's, you know, they're taking away your your freedoms. It's like they, they take away a bunch of our freedoms. What are you talking about? <laughs> like we, we don't have like I said, I don't have the freedom to go outside and just swing my dick around at neighbors. Like I, I'll, I'll get in trouble for that. There's laws like that's <laughs> that's a thing. Like what? So now you got to wear a face covering. To prote- potentially protect people, and that's that's the big deal. Yeah, I don't. I really don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I got I got in the stupid Facebook argument with somebody. <laughs> Rob does not know about those. Tell him about <laughs> tell him about Facebook arguments. <laughs> Rob knows about those for me because I'm always like, "Hey, listen to this stupid <laughs> argument I got." And Rob always is just like, he just lights up a cigar and sits back. Yeah, pretty much. Like, Tell me all about your stupid Facebook argument. Tell me moron. about this Facebook. <laughs> yeah, mm. tell me all. He puts his hands behind his head. He's, and he just kicks his feet up and he just smiles, a knowing this? smile. What is this? Not on Facebook. What is this Facebook you speak? <laughs> Explain. The book full of faces. What's going on with the? Explain. Uh, but yeah, I told somebody, I was like, you know, it's just, it's about the measures you have to take to protect people. It's not really about the side effect of having to wear a mask. That's, yeah, that's not ideal. It's not great, but that's not really the reason or the focus or anything like that. And then I yeah. got to reply something about maybe God is trying to, you know, punish everybody. And I was like, well, I was like, that is very on brand for God. You know, I've read the Old Testament. He does do genocide a lot. That's kind of, <laughs> he loves to hit the reset button. That's I why they dis- made the- the New Testament. They're like, man, this guy was killing everybody. We got, we got to do <laughs> right. Wipe out everyone. Maybe we do some history rewriting. Oh shit, you're gonna publish them together? Fuck. <laughs> but uh, uh, the the thinking there though that 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 I would care. Well, one, I don't believe in God. But two, though, even if I did, if God is real, you know, my thoughts on that are all obviously fuck that dude. He's a fucking asshole. I don't give a shit what he wants to happen. I will fight him <laughs> tooth and nail. I will right. wear a mask. I'll walk around in one of those Jake Gyllenhaal hamster balls from that Bubble Boy movie. I'll do whatever the fuck. Not listening to that dude, if that's the case. But that's still a weird take on it, though, right? To be like, well, maybe God wants us to die. (laughs) And you're okay with that? You're just like, yeah, that's fine. God said so. God wants you to die. Now give me your gun and I'll shoot you. (laughs) He does. He does want you to die. And he said to give me all your shit. Right. That's what he wants to happen. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people that, you know, are up in arms about wearing a mask are the ones that claim they care about their fellow humans. I'm right. like, no, you don't. Right. <laughs> right. No, they're talking about their personal freedoms. It's like, again, like I said, there's so many things, so many like. I always people- hear like, uh, oh, obesity kills just as many people. It's like, yeah, but. If you're fat, you just kill yourself. You're not killing someone else. It's not contagious. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ, right? Like, <laughs> We'd all be dead if that contagious. was the case. Right. Like, fuck. <laughs> but it's just a hoax. It's just a hoax. It's, it's a just, hoax. And you're trying to get Trump all. out of office. 
How did we get on this? We're talking comics. That's uh, we have derailed. It's, it's banter, and well, it was on my you know, mind. Morally, Superman is you know. Oh, that's right. Superman yeah. is the the, the dude. New Christ. Right. Getting back to that, just today, Dean Kane was on Fox News. Do you know who Dean Kane is? Yes. He yes. Superman on a and Lois and the, Clark. Yeah, Ventures of Lois and Clark years ago, nineties, I think. And he was on. He's very right wing dude, and he was on there saying that he if. Today, t- today's climate, if he were playing Superman, he would not be allowed to say the words truth, justice, and the American way, which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, but in like literally I, I follow a bunch of comic book writers and artists on Twitter and immediately one of the one of them that I follow, uh, I think it's Tom King. I always get Tom King and Tom Taylor confused. So sorry, guys. They look the same, too. Um, they're two white guys with some facial hair and they always have a baseball hat on. But uh, yeah. I think it was Tom King. But it, uh, he's he replied. He was like, dude, he's like, I wrote that in a comic this year in a Superman comic. I wrote this year. It says truth, justice in the American way. And actually, what he said, he didn't say, dude, he said, motherfucker. It's <laughs> like, <he's> like <laughs> I'm fucking told, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> of course, you could say truth, justice in the American way. Why is he saying you couldn't say it? Because I, I don't I didn't watch the interview, so I don't want to pretend I'm to I'm just kind of gathering from the context of it that uh, with the polit he's he's saying that maybe with political correctness or something like that or freedom of speech or something like that, that the, in today's climate, that if somebody says that somebody's going to get offended or something. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the nothing like the, the problem is like, isn't the American way to to help each other. Isn't that the, like supposed to be you know, supposed to be like a wholesome message? The American way is to complain loudly about regulations, I guess. Instead, <laughs> like it's, it's just, I don't know. I don't fucking, I can't get You're, in their heads. They're saying the American way is the only way and that it should not be that way. So, well, no, but the, the American, I think that phrase, the American way though, it's supposed to be inspirational and yeah. it's supposed to allude to, you know, being different from, you know, communist countries and, you know, oppressive countries and every that's and So, yeah, the American way is supposed to be uplifting. Of course you can say that. Yeah, that was the way I thought it was until like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> until like three months ago. Right. <laughs> when everybody was like, fuck you, I'm not wearing no stinking mask. <laughs> like, what the hell? They you can put a like, goddamn you- piece of cloth over your face. It's not that hard. <laughs> Jesus. Like, I like... I like looking like a ninja. Like I, don't, <laughs> I know, I'm, right? Like who doesn't want to? <laughs> like nobody talks to me any, anymore. Like I can just do my job at, at work. <laughs> it's nice, right? Nobody says anything. It's beautiful. All right, so let's get into this week's selection. Uh, so, and due to what I thought was Rob's uncomfortableness with some of the subject matter, I decided to go in a whole mo- more wholesome direction, and I chose a <laughs> Superman story. Superman story. I, <laughs> you're welcome. And it's also a good story. Like it wasn't, you know, just <laughs> about catering, but it was like, you know what? Let's let's try to keep it varied. You know, let's not go deeper down the rabbit hole until everybody's just sitting there slitting their wrists as they listen to our show. So, <laughs> oh god, uh, <laughs> the world but, is empty. So I picked uh, a story, a four issue series called Superman for All Seasons. Came out in 1998. <sighs> was written by Jeff Loeb. It was illustrated by Tim Sale. They they did a bunch of stories together, uh, including for Marvel. They But they did The Long Halloween and Dark Victory, uh, which are Batman stories, which we'll, we'll get to those eventually. 
and they did some uh, some really cool Marvel stories. Uh, they did Hulk Gray, they did Spider Man Blue, and some other stuff. They were like retellings of of those characters' origins as well, um, but done in that kind of old school art style that Tim Sale is is known for. And then listener doesn't know this whether they listened last week or not, but uh, so I was reading about. After I read Superman for all seasons, after I reread it, I was looking for information online about it. And it said it was kind of written as a companion piece of sorts to an old uh, 1986 six issue series called Superman, Man of Steel, written by John Byrne. I don't know who illustrated that. I got to look that up. Do you have that in front of you, Steve? Mm, nope. Um, I'm on I want to say Roger season. Stern, but I'm not sure. Um, but we'll get to that. But so. The Superman for All Seasons is it's four issues. Each issue is a season. It starts in what springtime, I believe. Yep. So it starts with spring and, and goes through to winter. And then the, you have the six issue Man of uh, Steel series. And what that is, is a uh, a- after Infinite Crisis or not Infinite Crisis, after Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, which was a big crossover story in 1986 where basically DC just nuked all their continuity because they had so many, they had like Superman prime and uh, all these, you know, different versions of these characters from they had the golden age Superman and all this stuff. So basically they, they found a way to kill all these people off and then just have basically to kind of reset their continuity, just have one Superman, one Batman. And then, you know, eventually all that went out the window and they started adding more in anyway. But <laughs> anyway, so they had John Byrne kind of redo a reboot of Superman's origin. And it's it's not really, you know, that different or anything, but it's just uh, a for its time. It was a, a modern retelling of his origin. And then, you know, like, uh, what was it? 10, 12 years later, this For All Seasons came out. And it's the events that happen in For All Seasons um, or actually, it's, it's more like the events of Man of Steel affect what's going on for all seasons. And we'll, we'll get a little bit into that. So, so it's Crisis uh, but, on Infinite Earth or whatever it's called. That was like the multiverse or no? Earth 1, Earth 63, Earth. Okay. Yeah, there, there was yeah, tons yeah. of different Basically things. Basically the same thing. Basically, yeah, it was, it, DC, it, comics just do that. They'll have different, different iterations of heroes or, you know, they'll pull some, you know, the Flash will go back and pull pull in you know barry allen flash or wally west or whichever one and so they end up you know with all these characters running around and then they use them for story devices like you know so and so got killed but oh it just turns out it was just you know the one from you know earth 214 or whatever okay so So you're saying they had a big battle and it knocked it back down to the just a couple so I never read it. I honestly don't know what the events are because I couldn't care. Like cause I, it was what I saw. I, there was this like godlike creature, and then there was uh, like this devil creature. I, you know, basically, I'm dumbing it down. I forget what they were called, but this guy comes and he the the good one tries to help all the different Earths. The bad one is trying to just wipe out all existence, basically. Mm-hmm. And then um, so what happens is he's destroying each like. Mo- universe or whatever whatever multiverse they're in so like the the uh, everybody from different earths like superman from this earth superman from the other earth, they try they're they're trying to help each earth out or whatever mm-hmm. and then in the end like all of them there's only one earth left it's like earth prime or earth one or yeah, whatever earth prime yeah yeah and so then that's all that's left 
because okay. all the other ones were wiped out. So everybody came to Earth Prime Earth, or well, everybody's dead. And like just they brought Prime different Earth ones. Left. Like they they bring like say uh, I don't want to say the Flash. Say like Supergirl. Like Supergirl is on a different. She's not even on uh, Prime Earth or whatever. She's on Earth yeah, sixty two or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, so like, yeah, if she gets killed, but then they might bring the one from whatever yeah. to Earth Prime. So there's a Supergirl now. Yeah. So then, gotcha. Yeah. All right, Rob. Uh, why the hell do you know this? Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> uh, cartoons and um, cartoons. Uh, the. They, uh, the, the, uh, flash. the flash the flash just did yeah, infinite I did. crisis they did the only time i watch is when it, it's got something exciting like that because they brought uh the dc was it channel 30 dc um what is it warner brothers cw WB, cw uh they have the flash and supergirl i did, i can't watch them I, I used to watch the flash it was okay but i haven't watched it in like two years but when they had the infinite crisis i thought it was cool because they brought uh brandon routh who was in Superman Returns, mm -hmm. he played yeah. one of the Supermen from a different Earth. Yeah. But he's also a character, well, he's not anymore, on Legends of Tomorrow. But in that they, universe, they he was the, Superman. So he got to wear the costume again. I yeah, thought it was cool. Sean told he me looks exactly that. the same. The guy's like good looking. I mean, he's still Yeah, looking. I was watching The Flash and I just, I saw upcoming episodes. Yeah. And they were talking about crisis. Yeah, they were crossovers. Yeah. They do crossovers. I just haven't watched them yeah. yet. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, like so they did like an adaptation of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Huh? Yeah, it wasn't exactly like the comics, but it yeah. was. It was kind of cool just to see different characters. They had uh, that's the one they had the uh, what's the guy's name that voices Batman all the time? Uh, Kevin uh, uh, Kevin Connor Conroy Kevin Conroy. Yeah. He was he played uh, the. Uh, Bruce, not Bruce Wayne, but his dad, Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. In one of the other Earths. Yeah. And they had, yeah. at that point, they That's had cool. all those shows. They had The Flash, they had Supergirl, they had Arrow. So and, they were yeah, all doing Arrow their, and, like... And Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, they were all doing their tie-ins. Yeah. yeah. So was, uh, that was what you were saying did remind... So that was the monitor and the anti-monitor right Mo that's it that's exactly that's it yeah that's what they were called but i know i do remember a little bit the good uh, yeah the monitor yeah. was the good one and the anti-monitor yeah. was oh, bad. okay yeah, yeah so but they I, were I basically godlike creatures yeah yeah just a. I remember reading about it. i never actually read the 12 issue series because like i said it to me it was just like a thing to fix their continuity it wasn't like an actual thing but plus i wasn't invested or anything but it's one of those like I've never read Secret Wars either, which maybe we'll do. But Secret Wars in the Marvel Universe was a big event, um, I think, in like 84 or mid 80s, somewhere around that time. But I've never actually read it um, because I wasn't reading comics at the time because I couldn't. Uh, uh, is Flashpoint the one where Flash uh, saves his mom? Is that? Yeah. OK, that's Flash. That's the flat. Yeah. The Flashpoint paradox. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. That is just something random. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but sorry. <laughs> it's comic. So, yeah. It's related. All right. So basically we have this story, Superman for all seasons. This is, I would describe this as a more, um, so again, as the counterpart to Man of Steel, Man of Steel being like the straight up origin story, more action oriented. I feel like this is like a very quiet character piece about Superman and about the lives of the people he's personally affected. The first comic is narrated by Jonathan Kent, who is his adoptive earth father. 
Um, and then each comic is then narrated by somebody else. You get one narrated by Lex Luthor. You get one narrated by Lois Lane. And then you get one narrated by Lana Lang, mm-hmm. uh, which is like his first love back in Smallville. So you get their perspectives on Superman. And um, it's like I said, it's just kind of like a quiet, almost like introspective character pe- study. And I, that's why I really liked it. I remember reading it, you know, like 10, 15 years ago and, and really enjoying it. And I was like, oh, let, let's do that one. That's a. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I like that for the same reasons. I, I, I kept expecting to see some kind of, you know, Superman versus a villain or something like that. And it was yeah. just, you know, it was just people talking about how Clark had or Superman had affected their lives in some way, you know. Right. And I was like, wow, this is a really interesting take. It, but it's still they still go over, you know, like the, the backstory and, you know, uh, certain main events and obviously Lex Luthor. But. Yeah, it was, right. I mean, it was. I thought it was really interesting until the sex police showed up. <laughs> until the, it all up. until Superman started <laughs> raping people, and I was like, oh, "Okay, Sean found us a comic." Uh, no, this was wholesome Superman. It was so. I can't. I can't tell you how happy I'm. I am. I. I was like, finally, a comic that you know. It was finally like my preconceived notion of. You know, when you asked me to start a podcast about comics, I was like, "Okay, we're going to read some comics. And not until Man of Steel. I was like, oh, that's the comic I was thinking we were going to read, you know, like the cheesy lines, the the bright colors. It's it's the same. The the style, the art style is all the comics that, you know, that I would think I, I thought all comics were like that until. Yeah. Until this podcast, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. So being this character study, you get uh, you get different points of view. Of, so a lot of it has to do with like Clark coming to terms with his powers, who he is, what's he, what he's supposed to do, who who he wants to share the secret with. And in the first issue, he uh, he ends up sharing a secret with Lana Lang. And I didn't know this till I read Man of Steel, but that that's one of those moments that's in Man of Steel that they talk about both in 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 both comics. So you get like couple different you know versions of how that impacted her life finding out this dude she was in love with mm-hmm. is actually superman and and why she ends up uh, leaving town and, and stuff like that um yeah you think you think like if you know it, like i try to put my place if I, myself in her place if someone you know told me they were superman i would think you'd be ecstatic but like she it was the worst it was like the worst day for her because she she thought Superman was or Clark was going to like propose to her or something like that. She, she he ends up telling her his secret and and she's like, man, this is not the life that I wanted. You know, well, he said right. he was leaving, too. He's like, I'm out. I'm yeah. Out. And he was leaving to, to Metropolis to help people, you know, and she was like, man, I just wanted a life with you here in Smallville, you know. Yeah. So I never even thought of it that way before. I didn't know that he didn't know he was an alien. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I didn't know I that I thought that either. was really cool. Like, Mom and Pa didn't tell... Well, not until we read uh, Man of Steel did uh-huh. we find out that Pa told him. Yeah. But, and, yeah, like, both. in this, in this, uh, in uh, all seasons, he doesn't know he's an alien. He, he yeah. just thinks he's yeah. got superpowers. And they talk about it in Man of Steel. Yeah, in Man of Steel, that's when his dad and tells him. In this one, it's inferred. I was like, wow, this is really cool, you know? Well, no, he has no idea that he's an alien in, in all seasons. Yeah, I know. Oh. And neither he didn't know it in Man of Steel either. Well, not until Paul told him. Right. 
Are we saying yeah. the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, you guys are arguing over, but while stating the same argument to each yeah, other. Yeah, but kind what of I'm saying is that it happened in this one too. <laughs> it just wasn't said. It was inferred in in all seasons. What was that? He was an alien. No, that he had. He did not know that he was an alien till later. <laughs> in life again you guys are arguing the exact same points you're just wording it differently so <laughs> <laughs> just shake hands and move on because you're like you're basically like yeah he doesn't know it's not inferred he doesn't know that's that's kind of what i'm saying uh okay i thought i must have read something wrong then and did i i might have missed something <laughs> is this uh, so, this is just brotherly brothers. love. Yeah, brothers gonna, arguing literally I'm, over nothing. I'm gonna right. have to read this again. No, we are. We're uh, we're we're probably all right. So we agree is what we're saying. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right yeah. on. All right. Brothers moving matter. on. Moving but on. What I like too is uh, in one of the issues um, of Superman for All Seasons, you find out that Lex Luthor spent a night in jail, and you have no idea why. And then when you ah, read yeah. Man of Steel, yeah. you find out. Why that Superman put him in jail for the night, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, I would not, I did not know that until I read Man of Steel. So that, that was also a cool little thing. So yeah. Yeah, if, the if mayor, read, the mayor so, deputized him. <laughs> right. Lex has hair. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, he's right, got a little yeah. bit in the back. Yep, was that always in the comics? Was did he always have red hair in the comics like that? I don't I don't think so. Uh, he I looks, always, I've always I remember him being bald all the time. He looked like Gene Hackman in this comic, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Was probably I get it now. Yeah. I get it Except now. It was red hair, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it was 86. When did Superman come out? Uh, 70? 78. Oh, 78. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, Rob, what, what were you just your, like, your general thoughts of Superman for all seasons? Were you, were you finally like, oh, okay, this is, this is nice. You know, I'm going to go warm some milk up and read me a comic tonight kind of thing. <laughs> or what, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, first, I have to say I knew who Jeff Loeb was from. Uh, tell, the, tell us about that. Why do you okay. know who Jeff Loeb is? Because of the Marvel. He was uh, uh, in charge of used to be in charge of Marvel TV, which did uh, Peggy Carter. Oh, really? Which did uh, what's yep. the one with Coulson? Agents of Shield, Agents of Shield. Shield and uh, Daredevil, the ones on Netflix as no well. Shit. Luke Cage, Man, he, he was in charge of that at the beginning, and then yeah. I forget some other guy they put in charge, and they got they got rid of Loeb. Uh, Esposito kind of took a back seat, um, and it went to sh- it went to crap. So uh, oh. when it first started, though, it was really good. I and, just started and watching Jeff Peggy Loeb Carter. was in charge. I had I no idea. Yeah, so. That's how so I know Jeff Loeb. Look for his names. They're, they're probably in the credits. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, him and Esposito were big Pe- Peggy Carter fans, mm-hmm. and I liked, I liked that series. It just didn't take off. But anyway. Um, so it looks like he left last year, actually, to exit Marvel TV by year's end. I'm looking at an article from Deadline right now. Since you mentioned that, let's see here. Blah, blah, blah. I've been thinking about making a change for a while. Right now seems the time to take that step. Um, after, uh, after Kevin Feige was awarded the title of chief creative officer of the Marvel. I wonder if he was button heads with Kevin Feige at all. Now I, who's in, who's in charge of Marvel TV now? Somebody took over. Um, uh, let's see now the new, uh, and I, they might've canned him already. Another sharp elbow move at the Disney owned Marvel. The, the new title sidelines 
The new title sidelines Dan Buckley and makes low but direct report to Feige. Huh. No, that's new. There was somebody then, that took over uh, in between. I don't know if it's that Dan Buckley. It says sidelines, Dan Buckley, whoever that is. I'll Google um, it later. Huh. Yeah, probably shouldn't be doing All right, so research. What was your podcast. first impression? I, uh, I'm, I'm not done. Oh, you're still done? <laughs> anyway, nice but yeah, you're right. You, uh, yeah, Jeff Lopes, so yeah, but he came up in comics and... Did not um, know that. I thought he was a TV guy. See? Yeah. So yep, That's amazing. A lot, God, a lot of so comics. much comes from comics. I am... Yes. I am amazed. I really <laughs> yeah. am. Every day. That's awesome. Every time we, we, we read one, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Man, where'd this come from? You find out he's been, you know, 20, 20 years he's been in comics or something. You're like, what? I don't... Uh, who'd you say the artist was for all seasons? I, th- uh, I thought it was... Tim's- Tim Sale. Yeah. It that this is a very unique artwork, I thought. Yes. Wow. It, it did it, it did it remind you of uh what's that guy? The guy who did like the Saturday evening post stuff. What's his name? Um Norman, oh, yeah. Norman Rockwell. Yeah, Rockwell. Yeah. 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 And that's what I was gonna say. It had that like sixties like uh, you know, like when you read a book, like an old book or something, it, you know, yeah. it had uh, artwork in it, it would kind of be uh, penciled like this or something, you know, it, it, just the style of it. Yeah, that, yeah. It, that's what it reminded me of, though, is like those those evening <laughs> post yeah. covers and yeah, uh, Clark, exactly reminiscent right. of that. Clark's appearance just totally threw me for a loop. I was like. He looks fat. <laughs> I was like, I love this guy. <laughs> he's, he's built like a brick shit house. <laughs> yeah, dude. Comic. Like he's he's not he's not fat. He's big boned. Like holy, <laughs> yeah. like I, he he just he it, looks so different than any other right Superman I've ever yeah. seen. And, and then I, when we went to Man of Steel, he looked more like a super you know Superman. Right. We think of yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I like that take on him though, making him kind of like literally larger than life. In the <laughs> yeah, comic. but but it doesn't make it like when he's that big. Like, come on, you know if Clark Kent, <laughs> you know Clark Kent is Superman. Like, how many giant? Like, he's like three times the size of everybody else. Yeah, that would be like <laughs> if if The Rock was trying to conceal his identity. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, there's a scene where he's just sitting on the porch swing with his mom, and like he's literally towering over her. It's, it's yeah. I was like, there it is, right there. Yeah, I just, I just go with, you know, it, it was a stylized take. You know, I, I think Man of Steel, you had a more realistic uh, art style. Uh-huh. You know, it, it's, it's of the, of the era, but it's also the proportions are much more realistic. And I, I just thought this was a stylistic choice, and I really liked it. And like yeah, I said, I, I think it was to make him look larger than life, like uh-huh. literally. You know, he's Superman. He's, he's but, uh, but yeah, if, if that was the case, uh, yeah, you would absolutely be like, oh, yeah, you're the Rock. Yeah, yeah, I remember you. You were here. Yeah, a don't bit get ago. me wrong. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was really interesting, pretty cool. And uh, but but I was just thinking, I was like, yeah, anybody would know that's Superman. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I just don't. You know, I, I think they expect comic book readers, especially, to kind of just gloss over that at this point. You know, we let it right. go. Right. That uh, and again, dude, I have experience when I was doing pest control, going into the same accounts every month. And sometimes I would have a hat on. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes I'd have glasses. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes I'd have a little <laughs> bit of facial hair. Sometimes I wouldn't. Every fucking time, different account, somebody would be like, are you the fellow who was here last month? <laughs> yeah, I come, I've come. i been coming here for four years. Every month, actually. I'm, 
I become every month, Carl. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> that's me. I'm I'm that guy. I know yeah. I have a hat on now, or I have slightly longer hair. And last time you saw me, I, I it doesn't take much to throw people off. And yeah. you gotta, when you think about Superman, he's not really up in people's faces for long. I mean, obviously, you know, he's around Lois Lane a lot. She's gonna figure it out. Like, yeah, that's but, a given. yeah, but he's on TV <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, like there was a scene in this comic where his desk, right behind his desk, was a <laughs> picture of Superman, like on the front page, <laughs> like right yeah. behind Clark's desk. Like you might want to move that picture somewhere else. <laughs> well, this was is something you guys don't know about Superman, and that is, and you're going to think I'm making this up, but I'm not. He, uh, he is. To, to conceal his identity, he is always vibrating at such a speed that people can't detect it, and it just slightly blurs his his visage. They did enough. that in a flash. No, I, I, I was going to say they referenced it. Was it in this All Seasons or was it in Man of Steel? But he said, somebody just took my picture. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't want his picture taken or, you know, he doesn't, you know. Uh-huh. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, he to you know kind of conceals his identity huh i, I don't he, ever remember that being yeah he normally like i said he's normally no, I, like I didn't know kind that. Of vibrating at a speed where his features are just ever so slightly blurred i think i remember reading that somewhere i might have just made it up but i, I swear I, to god i know the flash thing. does it but his is like way obvious like <laughs> he does it so fast that it looks like a blur he doesn't look like well, a he person. Yeah. put his hand through stationary things in yeah your gut that's and interesting i never knew that heart that does sound like you made it up. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So the oh the oh okay. John Byrne actually did the artwork. I didn't realize that. So uh, for the Man of Steel, that was actually John Byrne on pencil. So written and drawn by John Byrne. Did not know that. Uh, very interesting. That's another prolific comic guy who's written a, a shit ton of stuff and drawn a shit ton of stuff. Uh, uh, I liked uh, this comic. I think it was all seasons, but the tornado comes through and yeah. like his, you know, it's pretty much like his first test as Superman. And, yeah. you know, he's immediately saving people, you know, unlike <laughs> the, unlike the movie, as you like to point out, Sean, <laughs> what is that movie called? Man of steel by <laughs> Zach Snyder, man of steel. Like the first, and he, it's not even his father. It's like somebody else. It's one of the townspeople he's saving. And then, yeah. you know, he goes back to check on his, his father. But, yeah, I was like, that's – it's like the moment he became a man, basically. Let's Superman. not forget the dog. He saved the he dog saved, as He well. saved everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Sean's saying. And, and like, he didn't second guess like a school <laughs> school bus of kids. <laughs> right, right. He didn't right. even and second maybe guess. Maybe you should let those school yeah. kids die, Clark. <laughs> Dude, so there's one little moment. So in Man of Steel, they show his mom making his costume for him. Yeah. And then in Superman for all seasons, he saves this kid who's chasing a cat on like a 40 story building for some reason. And he uh, he saves the kid and the kid's like, cool costume. And he's like, thanks. My mom made it. And <laughs> yeah. I just I love that little moment. It's I such a great too. Superman moment where, you know, that that humility, that relatability, that human side of him. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, that again, with with the most recent depictions of him in cinema, are are severely lacking unfortunately which, which is why i found this quote like completely shocking because like he's in an apartment with lois and i think he's getting ready to shave or something and he's like i guess lois is mad at him because he stole a story or something from yeah. her 
And he says something like, she's far too attractive for us to stay enemies or <laughs> something like that. Like, oh, all right, Superman, go get her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know Superman's stubble was like. Yeah, the shaving. Yeah, that's a good thing, yeah. too. I had no idea. Yeah, he he cool. shaves with his eyes, his eye lasers. His heat la- his heat vision. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like that. I thought that was also just like a very corny Superman thing. But it is it's one of those like comic book fan fanboy questions well how does he cut his hair how does he do this you know they're always like oh he must use a kryptonite razor or whatever it has just a sliver Uh, and so they (laughs) they had that moment but i what i loved is like so back in the 80s especially and they they started getting rid of this like in later in like the late 90s you have a lot of thought bubbles in comics did you notice that there's a lot of thought bubbles you don't get that so much nowadays so he's literally thinking and describing in his thought bubbles how he's shaving with his eyes and i just was laughing it's like you know (laughs) The artist, you're the, in this instance, you are the artist, meaning the writer is the artist. You're conveying what he's doing pretty well. You don't really need the thought bubbles. Like yeah. he, he did a fantastic job drawing the, what was happening, in my opinion. No, you know, I mean, I, I like the thought bubbles. I'm stupid. <laughs> it reminds me of the old Flash comics I've been reading. Like everything's thought bubbles. Yes, like, yeah, everything. All this we exposition, it. and it's like, dude, we we have pictures. We'll pick it up. We'll figure it out. We got Inner pictures. dialogue. <laughs> I want it. I, uh, so you, I, yeah. Sorry, Sean. Go ahead. No, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. Ah, uh, nothing. It was just another another thing I found interesting. What's that? I just that Lois. I didn't know Lois was the one that came up with the who coined the phrase Superman. I didn't know that. Did they say that in the movies? They said that in the first movie, didn't they? I don't know. I don't remember. It's been so long. It's been so long since I saw it. But I I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a Rob. I I went on a big Superman kick this week. You'll see a bunch of Superman movies added to my voodoo. Mm. Uh, If you want to watch (laughs) any of those, they're on there now. I uh so yeah did did you now I know you guys have both seen you know you've both been exposed to the Superman movies so you know the Christopher Reeve version and stuff and mm-hmm. you've seen the Zack Snyder you know Justice League Batman Superman um and now you've read some of the comics and like how would you like contrast and compare like what you've read in the comics versus what you're used to seeing in 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 the movies any thoughts feel free Take the mic at any time. It depends on what movie we're talking about because some are just, uh, yeah. I just mean, like, just pick one, you know, like, uh, just compare it. You know, what what shaped your thoughts of Superman when you were younger? For me, it was the movies, it was the Christopher Reeve Superman. Mm -hmm. That to me was Superman for years and years and years until I read comics. And then, but honestly, the comics I read were pretty much that Superman, so it seemed accurate. So that's that's my take on, on. you know, growing up in the eighties and thinking, you know, when I think of Superman, I think of Christopher Reeve. Like, yeah, what's- I, that's a, I immediately think of Christopher Reeve for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if you guys, but I mean, I used to see the old black and white. I forget what the guys, yeah, I never was. saw those. I, I've seen, I've probably seen them all. Oh, really? They George, were on George Reeves, I think. Was like George Reeves, yep. Oh, it's another Reeves? Are you kidding me? No, no kidding. <laughs> Reeve and then George Reeves. He was like, oh, Reeve, he right. was like Bill. He was a little bit shorter uh, and he was just, he was, you could see it like his upper body was huge. Was that a, those were movies the, or they were show? black and white. It was TV. Oh, it was TV. Yeah, show. It was TV. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I remember those too, but, but when I think of Superman, I think of Chris, uh, Christopher Reeve because yeah. he, you know, Superman seems taller. I mean, Christopher Reeve wasn't built, but 
I mean, you just think of them as, you know, kind of bigger than life, you know? Yeah. Whereas George built look kind of squat. Dude, Christopher Reeves was built, man. If you see, uh, he just, he had spandex on, which spandex, no matter what shape you're in, it it just doesn't conform to your, your physique really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you could tell if somebody's fat or skinny, but you could you could not tell how in shape Christopher Reeve it was, man. Like I'll have to send you the uh, some there's uh, some behind the scenes stuff. Like he he got fucking bulked up for that shit. Like maybe not like Henry Cavill yeah, level quite. It was that seven. Yeah, that's 80s what I'm talking fit. about. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like the 2020 fit. Right, right. But no, but it was for still for for 1980s. He was he was fucking ripped, man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have to find that for you after the show, but. Um, but yeah, so then going into Man of Steel, I know Steve, you were a big fan of Man of Steel. We don't have to like go into it hardcore or whatever, but see, I know you liked it. I don't I don't think you've watched it since you read this, but the, did reading this give you a different and Rob, feel free to answer this one too. Um maybe maybe you give her give you a different perspective on Man of Steel or maybe make you understand why I had so many issues with Man of Steel. Yeah, I uh, I can see why you have the issues now, you know. Yeah. I mean, I always thought I knew Jonathan Kent, but like you really get to know his parents in these comics and you know that the, some of the things that Christopher or <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Costner was saying in Man of Steel is like, that's not Jonathan at all. <laughs> like mm, you would never not say even that, close, you know, yeah. now exactly. I, I see that, yeah. but, but not knowing that the movie didn't bother me nearly as much as it did you. I, I actually... I still enjoy watching it, actually, but uh, well, I can see I can see why you are as pissed as you are when it comes to the portrayal of his of his father. Well, that's that's because you know that's his, his you know that there's so much focus on his adoptive parents here on Earth and how he is the way he is because of how they raised him. And Jonathan Kent was obviously a huge part of that, mm-hmm. and for him to be portrayed as this amoral douchebag who's just like i don't know maybe let him die i don't eh, you gotta, gotta protect the family bro uh <laughs> that that really rubbed me the wrong way but it did explain his behavior later when he you know destroyed a gas station and killed like 10 people in smallville <laughs> real just just out of the gate like first like first stop kill 10 small yeah but those fight scenes are awesome <laughs> they are awesome but the, the it's just not superman behavior though there's always going to be collateral damage uh, i like henry cavill i thought he did a good job i i, I see him as superman i yeah. thought he did a good job yeah. I, th- I have um, no issue with henry cavill i, I think he's yeah. great it's hard to live in that shadow of christopher reeve's performance um yeah. Well, I even, still prefer Brandon Ruth to Cavill, even, but I, I think he's fine. I don't have an issue with right. with him. I just I have an issue with the writing is, is my issue. Brandon Ruth, I mean, when he, if you go back and watch it, he's great. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. oh, yeah, you I, couldn't have found a better replacement for Christopher Reeve than him. Yeah, I mean, well, he almost I agree. exactly like him. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But uh, but as far as Man of Steel, like I see from the comic where they got the beginning of Man of Steel, because I was like, okay, this is a little different. And yeah. uh, in the comic, his mom was kind of like, what are you doing? But in the in the movie, she, you know, they portrayed her as knowing what was going on. Yeah. You know, more yeah. of a, like th- that was more of an 80s. Like the woman doesn't know anything. I'm going to tell you, you know, this man's going <laughs> to tell you. I, I didn't on. take it that way. I took <laughs> I it more as 
is it was a very urgent situation and he didn't have time to explain what was but he, happening. But he was speaking real calm, like, hey, yeah. <laughs> Lara, di- Lara didn't even get to kiss her son goodbye out. in the comic. Yeah. 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 But, uh, he was just like, he just hit the button. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Clark yeah. Like I said, it was a more pressing scenario. They didn't have quite as much time, is, <laughs> was my takeaway. I had a problem when I first, I, I, I don't know that I do anymore, but when I first saw the movie, when he killed Zod, I was like, yeah. no, man, Superman don't kill. I don't care what's going to happen. He just don't kill. Yeah. But oh, it, okay. It, it's interesting, though, because he just killed a bunch of people. So like, well, why is he having a problem yeah. killing people now? I don't know. But, you know, I think Batman, Batman, there might be some accidental deaths. You know what I mean? But Batman doesn't really kill either, you know. But but if there's some accidental deaths from it, you know, he might like you might not ever walk again. Yeah. But but even Batman doesn't. kill. But Superman, that's just right out. He'll figure out a way not to like kill you. Did you, you know, enjoy the Batman, uh, Superman the crossover? crossover? Yeah, I thought Man it was good. Steel. Yeah, yeah, that I was something it. that the Batman. I'm just not. I'm just not used to that Batman. I, I don't. know. Oh yeah, we should talk about. See, that's the Batman yeah. I like. That's the Batman. Yeah, no, I didn't. Cartoons. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I was just yeah. not. I was not used to that kind of Batman. He was kind of cheesy, <laughs> and I was like, I'm used to him. So yeah, we got. Yeah, in the in the comics, we got a uh, Superman meets Batman for the first time in Man of Steel, and they have a. Is little, that really you know, the first time in the comics? No, no, no in this con- oh. in the new post uh, okay. crisis continuity, basically, uh, is what that was. So that was showing them his first interaction with Batman uh, <laughs> again post post crisis. But um, yeah, so you know, Superman has this. Uh, I don't even remember that Batmobile for uh, like he had some tricked out Batmobiles in the eighties. <laughs> Not this, this one. He had like I thought that was like Bruce a Bruce Wayne uh, car. <laughs> I thought that was his Bruce Wayne car, dude. Yeah, it looked like a Ford Pinto. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he had, he had like a Chevy Cavalier. He's like, welcome to my Batmobile. It was like that's a weird choice. <laughs> Fully nah, decked out with a, a crime lab in the trunk. It was eighty six, so it was a Cutlass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, he. Uh, yeah, it was that was. That's that's not really that's I don't know that's like not bo- I don't want to say it's corny he he had been way cornier before that but it was still just it wasn't you know like the dark Batman that we got with like the Frank Miller's Year One and Dark Knight Returns and mm-hmm. and who we have now he was just he was a lot more cartoony you know a lot more like Super Friends like oh yeah I have all this technology and let's do this let's team up Superman yeah. and it was just it was it was a fun little take you know it was a very eighties take on but Batman. He still was, you know, he had, he still was one step ahead of Superman, which I liked, you know. Right. He was still, oh yeah, he's still the, the you know, he, he was still a really great detective and he still, you know, like he, he was really clever the way, you know, he told him, I was like, oh, I got this bomb and if you, you touch me, it'll go off and kill some innocent person. And then it turns out it was going to kill him because he doesn't, he's not going to kill anybody. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a fun interaction though. It, it was yeah. fun. And it, it, you know, it was, it was like a, it's funny. Cause like, I'm like when Superman is written the way he was, I'm like, yeah, that's Superman. He's a little corny, but then they, they pull Batman in and I'm like, oh man, come on. <laughs> like, Don't do corny Batman. I don't want Batman to be a part of this. Uh, I did. I did get to, uh, I, I liked was, it. I was introduced to a, uh, a villain I've never heard of magpie. 
Ma- right. I've heard that name. I'm not you familiar heard of with Mag her. Pie before? Yeah, Margaret Pie. You've never heard of Margaret Pie? <laughs> no. Jeez. <laughs> no, I have no. not. <laughs> uh, that's a lame one, man. Like, holy oh, yeah, crap. Yeah, that one was bad. Wait, you're saying your wife, Sean, doesn't want to dress up as Magpie? I don't want, I'd rather her dress up like Pamela Isley. It'd be more ideal. Uh, Poison Ivy, if you don't know. Um, yeah, um, I know that. I actually did, know that one. Okay, so I didn't finish the last chapter. I, I could not, of what? my eyes were falling of out. What? Of Man, Man of Steel? Steel. Okay. So okay. in all these comics was, except for the last chapter, because I don't know. I don't remember a reference to Kryptonite. Um, they don't say remember. the words kryptonite, but they talk about the green stuff and the and the. When yeah. do they talk about that? In the first issue of Man of Steel. Oh really? About, yeah, they talk about how the the uh, the buildup of gases inside the Earth caused the the uh, ground and the elements to fuse together, basically saying it's forming kryptonite, and then the planet explodes and there's a bunch of green rocks, but they never say the word kryptonite though. They just oh, you're said. talking about when kryptonite actually blows up. Right. Uh, I do remember talking about green ga- gas, but I don't remember yeah, them and they're saying it's solidified. Yeah, they were saying it was fusing together, and that pressure is what was... Oh, okay. Yeah, I think at this point, they, they hadn't discovered that kryptonite, uh, you know, was, you know, weakened his, his condition or whatever. Uh, I got to go back to what Rob was saying about uh, Superman killing, which is that's... Oddly enough, for all the issues I have with Man of Steel, I don't care that he killed Zod. I thought that was it didn't bother me. I, and I, I totally get your point. I'm not disagreeing with you in that, like, you're right. Superman doesn't kill. Uh, but at the same time, I was like, I kind of felt now, granted, this was the writer's fault when it comes down to it, you know, putting him in a situation like that. But I feel like he had kind of reached a point of desperation where uh, he was fighting this battle by himself. He didn't know if he was going to get another chance to uh, contain this guy. Like, I, I don't know if he, and also, again, this is the Superman who, you know, he had, you got to remember, he just killed over half a million people, like in the past <laughs> five minutes. So he probably wasn't, probably that's, wasn't that big of a deal. That said to he him. was leveled, man. Leveled. <laughs> leveled. Not I mean, evacuated. Leveled. I kind of get so, it because there was a family there too, and Zod was going to kill the family. So, right, uh, you know, I, I mean, um, I do. No, but I'm not like, trying to change your mind. Like you're right. I mean, a lot of people had that issue with this. Superman is like Superman doesn't kill. Superman doesn't kill. But it's it's like I said for me, it's just kind of weird because that's like the one thing I didn't really care about because I, like I said, I kind of looked at it as you know how else is he gonna? He doesn't have the technology to contain this dude. Yeah. You know, like what's he gonna do if he knocks him out? You know, what's the what's step two? <laughs> you know, like. uh <laughs> So I kind of get his desperation and why he was upset. He didn't want to kill a Kryptonian. You know, it was the only other Kryptonian he knows of, and that's why he was so upset. And um, but yeah, he 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 couldn't face watching a family die. Like he didn't mind people dying all around him as long as he didn't see that shit. Well, I guess <laughs> as long as he wasn't activating his X-ray vision or whatever. But like he, was, he didn't want to watch a family die right in front of him. He didn't want he anything was to do with that. More human than you knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the guy that played Zod. I just watched Knives Out. Is that the the brother yeah, Walter? Shannon. Walter, Michael Shannon, yeah, I haven't seen. He's him. great. Okay, yeah, man, he was what a. I was like, wait a minute, Zod, that's that voice. I was like, that's him. 
Dude, he's great as Zod to him. And I don't even know who the woman is in Man of Steel, but there's a a female Kryptonian that comes with Zod. And I want to call her Ursa because I know that was her name in Superman 2, but I don't think it's Ursa. Um, But she's great. The whole cast is great. Like, I don't want to shit on the whole thing, but just all, you know, the the desaturated colors that Zack Snyder is known for, like doing that to Superman, especially I I put in Superman Returns the other day and like that that movie's popping color wise. You know what I mean? The color power yeah. on that movie is yeah. bright. It looks great. It looks like the, you know, it's, it's you get that red, blue and, and yellow. Mm-hmm. And this one, you like Superman's almost like gray. It's so washed out. Yeah. I just watched um, Superman returns with the kids and it was the suit was like, that's the Superman suit. Mm-hmm. That's the Christopher yeah. or Reeve suit that I'm used to. Okay. Anybody right. else? I love Amy Adams. I think she did a great job as Lois Lane. But when I look at her, I just don't see Lois Lane. I got the brunette. Yeah. Well, in Superman Returns, uh, whoever, I forget the actress that played her, Lois Lane. She wasn't dark haired either. Kate Bosworth. They gave her brown hair for that, though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just I don't see Lois Lane. I don't know. It's just me. So you're used to like the Margot Kidder version? Margot Kidder, yeah. I mean, I could picture her. You know, she's real sarcastic. and So that means you didn't like the movie because of that? she's got the dark hair. No, it's just (laughs) when I think of Lois Lane, like on all the cartoons of of Superman Mm -hmm. and the TV shows, um, in the movies. And all these comics we read. And all these comics. Like her hairstyle changes. But like even in this comic, she had that 86 that short 86 cut, you know, yeah. 80s cut. Right. Where the, you know, women started cutting their long hair. But um uh she still had dark hair. I just think of Lois as, you know, having that That brunette. did not bother me. I, I like Amy Adams a lot. I mean, aside from from being attractive, I think she's a good actress. Um, yeah. So that that didn't impact me at all. And it's funny because I go back and watch the Christopher Reeve stuff. Margot Kidder actually bothers me because her behavior is almost like I, I swear she was doing coke on the set, dude. Like she's just so adult. <laughs> she probably was <laughs> all the time in that movie. And she's not bad or anything. It's not I mean, she's not she's not a bad actress either. But like that in her smoker voice, it's just like <laughs> there's just something about those things altogether that I'm like, that's not my lowest lane. That it's, I'll, I'll take Amy Adams. Yeah. Yeah. She does have that smoker's voice for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it, no, it, it didn't bother me either. I, I it was like, yeah, you put it. Yeah, my my issues were more with good. the but, Jonathan but yeah. Kent not being a good father, and then the fact that like Superman just doesn't give a fu- like. His first instinct is not to protect people and get them out of harm's way. His first instinct is to beat the shit out of Zod. That's all he cares about in Man of Steel, and that's not Superman. Like that, his whole thing is about protecting. So I don't like that. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, if they do go the route where they they follow a storyline of this other series called Injustice and they make this Superman turn evil, uh, then it would all make sense. And then like the real Superman shows up from Earth Prime, like the one who didn't level Metropolis and kill all his citizens like he shows up to fight Superman because (laughs) he's not evil like this one is. Then that's why I say I was like, dude, this Kevin Costner is raising the kid from from fucking what, what, what's that movie called? Blood. What is, what is that movie called? The uh, the James Gunn movie with the kid. You know, I didn't see nothing. it. 
the the so one with the scary kid that's like Superman, but yes. he's like oh, no. Brightburn, Brightburn. Yes, thank you. Like, <laughs> why did that take you so long? How could you I was, not know what I was? When you said James Gunn, I was thinking of something else. Steve and I worked it together here, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, Brightburn. But basically, Kevin you Costner know, raised get the name. Right. <laughs> he raised Whenever. the kid from Brightburn. That's so, who yeah. Kevin Costner was trying to raise. So you're saying when, fucking, whenever somebody fucks up the movies like they did, they're just like, all right, we'll send in the uh, multiverse to rework exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> they should in this case because Zack Snyder just took a giant shit on Superman's <laughs> legacy. And it so would they, be kind of cool to see uh, him go bad, you know, because they obviously set it up for it. So well, They just released, a what, about two or three months ago, the I forget what it, what it was called. Um, but Superman lands in Russia instead. Oh yeah, Red Sun. Red Sun. Yeah. Uh, you know who? You know who wrote that comic? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Mark Miller, the guy who wrote Wanted. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, cool. Very nice. <laughs> but uh, it was an interesting take. Like, what would happen if Superman was a Russian and grew up with Russia? Yeah, don't they have like the the communist Captain America? Isn't he supposed to be in this? Uh, Black Widow movie or something? Well, uh, he, oh yeah, there's, yeah, but this is actual Superman. It's not like a different take. It's, oh, right, gotcha. right. This is basically oh, it's just a, Superman. If, is in front if of Superman landed in Russia right. instead of in Mom Paul's gotcha farmhouse, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, well, from this comic, it sounded like they were saying the, well, the only reason. Go, go right ahead. I wasn't saying anything. Oh, we started at the same time. Don't even try that shit. Go ahead. Oh yeah, Steve never interrupts. That's right. I forgot. I, did, I didn't this time. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> All right, I'll go continue what uh, what I was saying. It seems he's going to interrupt me. I'm just waiting for it. Welcome to Steve Reads a Comic with it, Rob so and Steve. <laughs> he's doing. He's saying silent so he can interrupt me. Uh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. Well, it. I'm not falling talk. for it. I wasn't going to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> you so were, you motherfucker. I know you so well. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Say, Finish what you're oh saying. Oh, my God. You're not sorry. You're just keep, I'm going to stab you. Uh, <laughs> the the Red Sun thing was a uh, a line of comics DC used to do called Elseworlds Tale, which or Tales, which is uh, Marvel has a version of that called the What If Stories, kind of. And that's kind of what Elseworlds was. And that's what Red Sun was like. What if Superman landed in communist Russia instead of rural Kansas? Mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of different things like that. And they're doing a what if series on uh, Disney Plus, And that's we're going to get stuff like that. What if, you know, Agent Carter became Captain America and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. That sounds awesome. Oh, Batman is in this Red Sun one. He, oh, really? It's a different like what he's happened to Batman. Too? No, he's. Yeah. From U.S. Oh, okay. Well, what what I was gonna say for in this comic, it's it sounded like what they were saying is the only reason he is the way he is is because of Mom where he was raised. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And I was, you know, I was asking Sean, like, uh, so what are you saying? The inner city Superman wouldn't have been as virtuous. What are you he trying to been say? Different. He would have had a different view of the world. You know, had different. Uh, you know, that's, that's just how it is. But I think anywhere people get affected, you know, people always say nature versus nurture, that kind of thing. Sociology, psychology. Yeah. 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 And, you know, environment and stuff. And I think all those things are a factor. I don't think it's one or the other. I mean, I, I think everything factors into how people view the world. And I think the perfect example is going from 
you know, Superman for all seasons or even the, the original Superman movies to Man of Steel, you see, you know, a good virtuous Jonathan Kent raising Christopher Reeve and he grows up and he wants to protect people and save people. And, you know, like when, when, his, when Jonathan Kent dies and he's like, I have all these powers and I couldn't save him. And then versus Man of Steel, when he's like, you know, if you see a school bus full of kids, just fucking incinerate them immediately was basically what Kevin Costner said. He's like, don't let those kids walk away alive. And then <laughs> he later on, he's it, he lets his dad die. So it's like with, with all these powers, I could have saved him like super easy. And yeah. I didn't. It's just it's, it's yeah. so different throughout the comics he's like i could have done more like i can't help but think i could have done more you know and And man of steel is like i left like three buildings standing i could have taken those (laughs) buildings out i can't believe i left them standing i like i like this comic too because you find out how like vulnerable uh superman is you think he's invincible and everything like that but he really like at one point he says to his father like i'm scared you know because all the the changes is that that's going on in his life and he doesn't know what to expect with his new powers and stuff like that. I just thought that was, you know, as strong as he is, he's, he still needed help to carry the load. And I thought that's what the, uh, Superman for all seasons kind of showed with everyone else's or everyone else's perspectives, um, on Superman. He said load. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, he, he, yeah, he needed somebody to confide in and give him that guidance, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, and, and that was, you know, again, that was, that was the Kents. That was the, their whole role in his life, you know, mm-hmm. again, and not to keep bringing up man of steel, but Jesus Christ, man, like, could he have had a much worse father? I feel like Kevin Costner at one point, <laughs> you're talking about even, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the let's, movie. Let's get that out. There. Anytime uh, Sean sounds angry, it's about the movie. It's about the movie. Man. <laughs> well, Ke- Kevin not Costner the not in the, in the comic though, either. So, True, but, yeah. yeah. So anytime Kevin Costner, I feel like, he at some point tried to beat Clark, but like he broke his hand or something. And that kind of put like the fear into him at some point. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's kind of standoffish because he's such an asshole, but like he was probably abusive. And then he became scared of Clark over time. <laughs> uh, again, having broken a hand or a bat or whatever he was trying to do to his son. Cause he was such a piece of shit. What a weird direction to go. <laughs> like, it just doesn't even make sense. Like Zack Snyder just does not grasp. Like he reads a comic and he's just like, yeah. And then the, then the guy super punches the other guy and it's awesome. It's like there's there's you know, there's a little bit more complexity to it than that. Zach, did you know that? He's like, no, no, there's not. <laughs> they just fight each other. They don't care about anything else. They just want to punch each other. That's it. Like That's all he gets out. of. He read Watchmen and that was his takeaway. He's like, we'll do slow motion fight scenes, dude. It's like, did you read the comic? Or did you just look at the pictures, Zach? Because that's not that's not really the point of Watchmen. I didn't mean to turn this into anti-Zack Snyder. But I, could, I couldn't be happier that dude is off of... Hopefully he's off. I know he's they're getting that Zack Snyder cut, which I can't help but be excited about at the same time. Like, I gotta see this shit pile, right? I gotta see how much worse he can make Justice League. Oh, just when you think it can't get we'll any worse. We'll be watching. Uh I love how Le- I love how Lex in the comics, it, he's just never scared of Superman. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> with all Superman's powers, like Lex is never intimidated at all. <laughs> that's how that's Lex Luthor. Though. Yeah, I love I mean, it. That's yeah. it. I, I love it. Yeah. In the cartoons, these uh, they depict them. Well, whatever ones I watch, they always depict them as like Superman's equal without the powers. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like he's smart enough. You know. And yeah. 
he can pretty I love much that Rob has all this knowledge about these characters <laughs> and shows, but Cartoons, he never baby. once was like, Maybe I should read a comic about you know, maybe I should see where this starts. He's just like, No, TV is the only format I can consume this. Yeah, in. Rob's been dropping some knowledge on us all, 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 all right. podcasts. Like I said, I know my DC cartoons because they're really good man yeah i i saw a couple episodes of justice and league like i know the guy that i bruce tim he's the one that does a lot of that's, the good ones that's the guy who should have been in, in charge of the dc yeah, universe if, in my opinion he should have been the kevin feig of dc right mm-hmm. feige um, feige thanks all right let's let's give some ratings here i'm gonna go first because i don't want to be interrupted um <laughs> Zynga. I can't believe I just said that. I'm going to have to edit that out. Anyway. You just said oh. Zynga? It's just... Yeah. It's oh a my. DC reference. Uh, I All right. So I guess we'll... Should we rate both comics? We'll rate both comics. Who cares? All right. Superman for all seasons. Uh, I definitely would give it a three in general. I think as a Superman story, I would give it a four. Like if you're looking for a specific Superman story, I think this is one of the best ones. Um, as far as being like one of the best comic book stories of all time, not necessarily. So overall a three, but in comparison to other Superman stories, I, I give it a four. And then Man of Steel, I would give um, as a, I think I just overall give it a like a two. I think it's, it's very of its time. And I guess I could give it a three if, if you really truly didn't know Superman's origin, but I feel like that's something we've seen a million times in movies and cartoons and TV shows and and other comic books. So uh, to me, it's not really essential. Uh, But again, but if you're new, you know, you want to start a kid off on Superman and he truly doesn't know his origin, then I I would give it a three. But uh, overall I give man of steel a two. Mm-hmm. Rob, uh, Superman, all seasons three. Yeah, um, I liked uh, how you got a different take each chapter, different dialogue, different narrator. I guess um, yeah. I like the artwork. Um, I like the story. I thought it was good. I mean, it made Superman human. If mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man of Steel. Yeah, I didn't finish it, so. <laughs> I, well, I left, there's your rating right the there. Couldn't even finish it. Nah, it's my eyes hurt, man. I couldn't do it. It was like 11 o'clock last night. And I was gonna, zero. Yeah. Right. And I had to run over here. I was going to read it when I got home. but You read had, five out of six chapters and did okay, not feel compelled was to finish a, it, so there's your rating. No, no. I was going to read. I was like, I can't keep my eyes open. I'm going to put it Are down. Are you going to read it after the show? All right, shut up, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah, I was going to read it when I got home. Well, I didn't know it was going to be 117 degrees outside, so I had to hurry up, take a shower, and we've been doing the podcast at 7 instead of 545, so I thought I had time, and I did not. This does, none of that answered my question, though, which is, are you going to read it after the show? Yes, I'm going to finish it. All I hear excuses. I promise you. Excuses. I promise you. (laughs) Lying. (laughs) Lying. So I give it, so far, it's a two and a half, two. All right. All right. Steve. uh, Yeah, I'm with you guys. Three for all seasons. I really like the uh, in depth look on his character. I thought that was very interesting, something I've never really seen before in Superman, just how much help he actually needs. Not, you know, being as powerful as he is, he still needs uh, some help. 
but he's an alien. He's all alone, you know, in that regard. So, yeah, it kind of yeah. makes sense. And then, uh, yeah, two for uh, Man of Steel. It wasn't as bad as my Flash comics. Uh, it's got like 20 years on them, but it's still it's it's the i had i understand why you didn't read much of the comics that i thought we were gonna read on this podcast because they're kind of boring so what do you rate your flash comics uh <laughs> yeah they're not good they're like ones man oh, really? it's so it's wow. so bad i read i read a lot of them but you know it's just so cheese polished are those from the, the silver age and like sean was saying yeah silver age and like sean was saying it's like all thought bubbles and it's just it's corny but i i enjoy it the but as far as story wise for man of steel yeah i agree with sean like maybe if we hadn't already known his origin and everything but we did and i don't think the writing's over the top good so i give it a two Wow, that's uh, pretty much a consensus on that one, then. Yeah, we are agreed. Unlike last week. What we did? Yeah, it was last week. What did we do? <laughs> oh, it was, it was wanted. That's right. That's all right. Uh, all right. So I guess I have to dole Does out it, next week's homework. So, so I'm just Superman. Like, do you like him or not? Oh, I do. do you, I mean, like, I, do you want to see? Do you want to read more Superman, or you just do you figure? Uh, go ahead, Rob. I didn't care about Superman until I knew about Batman, but when when Superman came out, the movie, the first one with Christopher Reeve, mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. And then I knew a little, I knew more about Superman. I mean, I knew he was a comic book. I knew I knew from the George Reeves, you know, I've seen him on TV. But when you saw like him flying back in 1978, whenever it was, yeah. that was yeah. cool as crap. And I mean, it, yeah, I, mean, I, I watched it. Not it was probably like five years ago. What came out first? Star thought, Wars. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars came out a year before. Yeah. The, the first one's the one with the helicopter scene on the roof. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good for that time. Yeah. You know, it, it all was, like the special, special effects. effects. Were awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, for its time. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, if, uh, if Superman, you know, comes out like in a new movie, are you excited to see him or are you just like, eh, it's Superman? He's just going to destroy everyone. I, I was very excited for the 2006 movie, Superman Returns. Uh-huh. Um, I, because I, I could tell that uh, they were really trying to capture, recapture that magic of the first two movies, the Richard Donner Superman movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought they nailed a lot of stuff in that movie as far as Superman's character. You know, it felt like Superman. Um, you had that great, uh, that great action sequence where he saves the the people on the airplane. But the whole the movie overall was was not great. They went back to Lex Luthor just doing his real estate scam. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it, you know what i mean like they they didn't it wasn't a great movie unfortunately but i think i'll always be excited to see a superman movie you know i saw man of steel opening weekend and, he, and the, even knowing that Zack snyder was involved i still went and saw it uh-huh. uh even after what he did to to Watchmen. um <laughs> but uh yeah i i, I think I'll always there's always a like a I don't know. There's just like that, that little kid part of me. I, yeah. I liked Superman a lot when I was a little kid, you know, again, the movie, like I remember watching that movie on, t- like before my mom took the TV away, that movie was on TV a lot. And I tried to watch it every time I could basically. Yeah. And, well, uh, I, I just, I, I love the character, but at the same time, I'm not, 
like I don't have I have a few Superman figures, but I, I'm not like a huge Superman fan though. All of us have flown like put a a, a blanket on our back like when we were kids and <laughs> pretend we were flying. Oh yeah. And we and it wasn't from yeah. being Shazam or whatever. It was Superman. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is. I was into Shazam as a kid. I'm not gonna lie. I liked yeah. the uh, that was a great uh thing, the idea of a kid being But you thought you were Superman. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. So you, yeah, he brings out the, your inner child, man. He he gives you hopes and aspirations for a better future. I, every time I see him I you know, like we can improve, you know, we can be like Superman. And See, then, I don't know. That's that's going a little too far. But no, Rob, I actually I was a big uh, Captain Marvel fan. That's when he was called Captain Marvel. There was a yeah. TV show that would air. It, it was like um, it was reruns, but that's how I heard of Captain Marvel. But I, I did actually love know who that was. When I, I was vaguely a kid. remember that he had white boots, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he, he kind of so, yeah, his suit looked like Evil Knievel's suit or something oh almost. Which one is this? Uh, he's talking Captain about Marvel. Captain Shazam. Marvel. He, he uh, back then he was called yeah. Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah I used to have a, a red towel that I would use as a Superman cape, pretend to fly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's always like that part of me. Um, but yeah, the, also the other part of me though is always like ah, you know, like what, what Steve's saying, you know about you know, oh, we should all try to be like Superman. It's like, well, yeah, it's also a lot easier to be Superman. You know, when you think about it, like, I think that's why I relate to the Marvel stuff more when I, you know, I think about, you know, Peter Parker has bills to pay. He's got spider powers. That's it. He can't just fly to the North Pole or into outer space and hang out and get away from everything. I think I I was, I was, I think I was more saying that with all his powers, he chooses to do good, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, it, it is admirable, but it's also like, yeah, it's, it's, also a little bit easier when you're all powerful, <laughs> like when you're a god. It's but like, is it? But it's not. You would just in. turn out like the characters and want it, right? Like it's so <laughs> yeah. easy. With, yeah. with all those powers, it's easy to go bad. That's yeah. what I'm saying. His character is very strong, gotcha. so he yeah. stays. Yeah, I get what Steve said, and he he does. He inspires like he inspires everybody because I just watched the Superman Returns with the my three year old, and he he was glued to the tv you know he's like daddy i want a superman costume for halloween i was like all right buddy awesome oh he's getting away from captain america i'm so sad (laughs) yeah well he's like me he likes anything he's watching (laughs) anything he remembered three days ago (laughs) yeah tomorrow i'll be like i like batman (laughs) who who is getting Uh, that's cool who is getting text Uh, messages is this steve is this rob who is this no i put mine on silent yeah, Steve? that's me. Sorry. The fuck is wrong with you? God damn it. We're trying to make a podcast here. Mine's on silent. Uh, Be a goddamn professional. Bing! That All was right, our so, music cue for a segment. Anyway, uh oh that dude, that reminds me we didn't we didn't do our segment. I didn't buy anything that pissed my wife off this week, but I did buy <laughs> some stuff that she was actually excited. Not excited, that's an overstatement, but she was happy for me. Because I found a, a Deadpool movie poster for only twenty five bucks, which th- those typically go for around a hundred dollars on eBay, and somebody was just trying to offload. And it just arrived today. Actually, I got it today. It's in it's in good shape, and I got a Rocketeer poster that was actually really cheap. <laughs> you bought a lot and, of shit. But the that, Rocketeer poster, unfortunately, happy. <laughs> as soon as I cheap. took the Rocketeer poster out, it like I was and I 
Rob won't care about this, but as soon as I took it out, I was like, oh God, this guy was a smoker. So like, it was like disgusting smelling and it's like yellowed on the edges. I'm like, he fucking disgusting smokers. What is wrong with you people? Just ruining things and objects and lungs. It's like my um, teeth. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's not, it's still, I mean, it looks, it'll be fine once I get it in a frame, the, the yellow stuff's all around the edges, so it won't be like real bad, but it's still a little bit like, why would you do that, man? Like, that's just. Why would you do that? Why would you disclose that? I should look. People do disclose that in e, on eBay. They'll be like smoke free home. But so I guess who you the just hell have smokes to in the house anymore? Uh, <laughs> this guy, this person, man or woman, I don't know. But yeah, people people do, man. Dude, I remember he, ashtrays? But uh, yeah, they used to have <laughs> the disposable ones in fast food joints. Right. I remember the ones my grandparents had with like the little thing on the side where it would dump down in the bottom so you could empty it out later. So you could keep that smell in there for a while before you got rid of it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just let it linger just a little bit longer. But yeah, let's get to this week's selection for next. So next week we're going to do an episode. It'll be an episode. Then we're going to take a break, right? You're going to be on vacation the week after. Is that right, Steve? Right. So we're going to do a, uh, I'm actually, I'm going to, I'm going to disclose some stuff early. Um, but the comic we're going to read for next week is called The Ultimates. And it is a Marvel comic. And uh, just to kind of give a, a brief summation of what The Ultimates is, is Marvel came up with a line of comics uh, back in like the early 2000s, I want to say, called The Ultimate the Ultimate Line. What this was, was their version of, without disrupting current continuity, they, they kind of had like these new stories for these characters, uh, new writers came, came in. So like there was ultimate Spider-Man and they basically, they started from the beginning. They retold his origin, but slightly different, made it fresh basically to get new readers on board to be like, Hey, instead of, you know, I, you probably don't want to read issue 475 of Spider-Man cause you haven't read any of the previous 400 issues. Maybe start <laughs> here with issue one. So they had this whole thing and they started doing it with, you know, they had Ultimate Iron Man and Ultimate Wolverine, Ultimate X-Men, all that kind of stuff. And they did something called the Ultimates. What the Ultimates is basically is Ultimate Avengers is what it is. So what you're going to be getting and without spoiling anything basically is a modern take on the origin of the Avengers, basically. So you're going to see some different versions of these characters than you're used to. And I can't wait to see what you think of these guys, because uh, I think some of their behaviors are going to be a little bit. Uh, you're going to be like, what? And uh, and just fair warning, this is also written by Mark Miller. Mark Miller, very prolific back in the 2000s. Oh, shit. This guy writes everything. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was. Uh, yeah, he was on shit. So but uh, I really like. I haven't read this series in a long time, so I'll be curious. I, I haven't read it probably literally 15 years or so. Uh, so I'll be curious how it holds up. Um, I, there are moments I distinctly remember, though, and I'll be very excited to to read some of them again and, and to see and hear what your guys' take on, is on these <laughs> on this new take on the Avengers. Basically, Wait, are they still <laughs> are they still good <laughs> or are they evil? <laughs> I, I, don't <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't start it till I finish Superman, Man of Steel. <laughs> no, skip Man of Steel. You're not missing anything. I don't even remember the last issue. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's called the Ultimates. And then what I was thinking, since we're going to start like a season two, uh, eventually these episodes, like w once we get a lot more episodes under our belt, we're going to take these episodes, put them behind a paywall, 
uh, and start up a Patreon and have our early stuff behind a paywall. But I was thinking maybe for the uh, the first episode of season two, after Steve comes back from vacation, <laughs> we'll actually. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I was just thinking, you're going to put him behind a paywall, and the only person that's going to pay to get him unlocked is Steve. <laughs> I knew where you were going as soon as you started saying that. Listen, I just started laughing. I just spent $50 so we could hear me all the time. <laughs> uh, hey, I didn't buy anything this week, so I think I'm, I'm doing better. I might not. <laughs> this is I might funny. not Let's unlock do. that. But the idea of of Steve being like, "Well, shit, I want to hear this shit. I guess I gotta pay for it. I don't. This Chrome won't give me the password, so I guess I gotta fucking pay." Fuck. <laughs> there goes our downloads. I'm gonna put it behind like a fifty dollar paywall, fifty dollars a month. Steve, like, it's worth it. But <laughs> Sean's buying fucking toys with the money. I'm yeah. right. I'm just like, uh, yeah, I'm putting it aside for something big don't worry about it oh, Steve. man i know there's other people out there listening they got nobody's it. gonna they pay you guys us. keep talking about all the crap you're spending on and buying stuff <laughs> oh they lo- people love that shit um so anyway i thought for our first episode back after next week we're gonna actually and i don't remember what issues they are but there's kind of a, a very recent uh, steve i actually think you've actually read this already maybe uh, oh shit um, I don't Is know it, though. I don't. How far did you get in the the most current Amazing Spider-Man? I know you started reading that at one point. Did you get very far? Oh, probably about only five or six issues. Okay. Well, there's a sequel to Craven's Last Hunt that I wanted to read. <laughs> right I thought that'd on. be the perfect way to reintroduce to get into season two. Okay. To read the sequel since we read the original. I hope there and, are jungle uh, jungle drums in this new dun, 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 one. Dun, 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 dun. Did you so did you read that the new Craven or no? No, I don't, don't. You don't? Okay. No, no. So yeah, there's never uh, read Craven again. I really enjoyed the Spider-Man now that I was reading. I thought it was yeah. really... I got to the Lizard at one point, yeah. but I did not get to uh, Craven. So yeah, there's just a little little spoiler for the week after, unless I change my mind, but I probably won't. I think we'll we'll stick to that plan. I think it'll be a good way to start season two. Uh, <laughs> kind of throw back to how we started the whole podcast, basically. Man, I can't wait to just interrupt everybody next season. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> What's funny is you're right. That's literally why you interrupt is because you can't wait. So <laughs> that's, ah! <laughs> that's, I just want to talk. We know, we know, got, we hear you. I got things to say. Uh, no, actually yeah. I don't. I, I think went through all my notes on Superman. I got nothing left. All right. So yeah. So next week, the Ultimates, I think it came out, I want to say around 2004-ish, but I'm not I'm not entirely sure about that. But you'll find it in there. It's like a 12 or 13-issue series. Very excited to reread it. I'm very excited to see your guys' reactions to the, this take on the on the Avengers. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's all I got, man. Uh, I, there was one thing I forgot to say about Superman. Um, Lana. Baba Booey. <laughs> Lana called Clark. Clarky, (laughs) (laughs) and I've never heard uh, Clark Kent referred to as Clarky. Clarky, it's always fun when people add syllables to make a nickname. Stevie, Stevie, (laughs) Stevie. Yeah, I guess that's a good one. Robbie, Robbie, Shawnee. Nobody says Shawnee. Nobody says Shawnee. (laughs) I have been called Shawnathan, which is kind of weird. Oh, you're Uh, so Shawnee now. Shawnee, Shawnee. 
Yeah, uh, that was that was it. That's all I had. All right. Hopefully, Any... every everyone is enjoying us. I know I do. <laughs> we we know you do too, Steve. <laughs> Three right, times one out of one. Steve Rocco's recommends. Steve reads a comic. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you. There's got to be other people bored as hell at work. I don't know. Tell a friend. Give us a subscribe, a follow, whatever. Leave a review, preferably a good review. Anybody? Uh, uh, tweet? We'll take we'll anybody take hate tweeted? mail. I'm, I'm I'm excited for hate mail. Did huh? anybody tweet? Uh, are we on the tweeter? I learned I learned, how, I learned how to do the TikTok dance though. I learned that, Rob. I can do TikTok uh, now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just the I one have, dance. I have multiple no it, friends I, on Facebook and Twitter, but uh, either they block me <laughs> or <laughs> they just don't care about my in, my new endeavor. So, so yeah. don't oh, we have Instagram? Did anybody post? I did. I posted. I did. I, I did post about uh, this most recent episode. Okay. So yeah, I I, just, I, I don't understand how to work Instagram. Does anybody reply? Like oh no no we nobody. No, that, you know, nobody replies. Reply to Even on Facebook, nobody replies. I'm just like, did you, I think did you ever start... consider me a friend? Like, can you just say so something? Why are you on this? I don't know. I'm about to drop nobody. It. Like, what? <laughs> Where are all, all my motherfuckers? You know, well, we gotta, oh. we gotta get the, we gotta get it out there. It's gotta be out there. No, I, I, no, I, people listen. People listen. I get it for a business. I'm just, you joking. know, you you want to promote whatever. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to promote this. Yeah. No, I get it. We got we got people in Germany, man. Like we're doing fine. Yeah, we got we got fans in Ireland. Like we're, Ireland, we're getting around. Yeah. So, yeah. Germany, yeah. Seven percent of our audience, or no, I think it's six percent of our audience. What's our demographic? Seventy and up. I know it's uh, <laughs> it's me. Down yeah, I was gonna say it's it's right now it's like forty-one year old white guys from what I've gathered <laughs> from Memphis. Steve keeps skewing the numbers. We just got the Russian Superman. He just joined, so that's so, good. But yeah, all right, guys. All right, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate it. See you next week.